It appears that Arizona football has its coach. Who is it? And what could the possible staff look like? You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen today. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. All right, now, Arizona fans, the long national nightmare, it looks like it is going to be coming to an end. Um, by all accounts, Brent Brennan will be the next uh, head coach of the University of Arizona. We got a lot to get to with Brent Brennan. We're going to talk about how Johnny Nansen figures into this, about keeping the entire roster together, but and uh, a little bit of Jed Fish spin coming out as well. But first and foremost, uh, Brent Brennan, what do you need to know about him? Well, this is when you start feeling a little bit old. I remember Brad Brennan very, very well. He was the, uh, they call, I believe they called him Bambi, but he was a, uh, on the 19, um, on the probably, in my opinion, the best team in school history. Brad Brennan was a, uh, was the slot receiver, Dennis Northcutt, Jeremy McDaniel, basically caught everything, came in as a cool walk-on story, left here as a very, very good football player. Uh, his brother is obviously Brent Brennan, who uh, spent time here at the U of A and um, uh, has uh, uh, family, close friends that live here in Tucson. He is, uh, he's been at San Jose State. Now, if you look at his record, he, you know, he's coming off some eight and seven or some, you know, eight wins, seven win seasons. Uh, he is a, um, he is a guy that would be here for eternity. Um, he wants to be the head coach at the U of A. Um, he doesn't have, I don't believe the upward mobility hopes that, uh, that some others do. And I, he would view himself as a lifer. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, look at what he did at San Jose state. Was it really that good? Here's what I'll say. And again, I'm, this is coming from somebody that would hire Johnny Nansen. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But with Brent Brennan, um, you do know that he is uh, San Jose state's a tough place to uh, win. It just is. Um, you don't have the facilities aren't great. You don't have a, uh, you don't have a ton of support. It's like I said, it's not, it's probably one of the more lesser tier jobs in all of division one football. It just, that just is the way it is. Um, but he's done a fairly nice, he's done a fairly nice job. Um, they're all, they're always going to kind of be in contention, probably be in that eight and five realm, something like that. They're also not going to uh, ever take anybody by the, uh, you know, they're also probably not going to ever be a top 15, top 20 team. Um, but, uh, and he does things the right way. He's a solid dude. Um, the And the alumni push for him is very, very strong, as is the donor push for him. Um, now, a lot of this also comes down to that uh, I think a lot of the donors are tired of paying uh paying coaches salaries that are have either been fired or are not going to be here. Um, joking aside, I think Rich Rod's still getting paid. Kevin Sumlin's still getting paid. Jed Fish, obviously you got some money back that you could throw into the, uh, the Brent Brennan, uh, coffers. But, um, if you bring in Brennan, you know that he will be here and he will likely be here for eternity. So, um, there is that. And again, he's a, he's a high character guy. He was always spoken very highly of by Dick Tomey. Um, and 
like I said, he's done it. He's done a decent job. Now there is, there's not a ton of snaz that comes with him. There's not a, uh, this isn't the, this isn't the hire where you're breaking down the door and everyone's looking around and saying, Oh gosh, we got him. So that's kind of where that is. But, but again, he is uh, people with money, people with connections want Brent Brennan as the next coach. And I just kind of laid out the reasons why. Now, what would this mean for the staff? What would this mean for Johnny Nansen? Now, um, unless you're living under a rock, you know that the entire team wants Johnny Nansen. Jacob Manu has been putting out staying with Nansen. Very good, by the way. Um, I like player empowerment. As an aside, um, I am uh, – as an aside, I am totally cool with the uh, the transfer portal mainly because you see what happens with somebody like a Jed fish. And if you, I believe players should be able to have the, uh, the exact same, uh, the exact same opportunities, but Johnny Nansen is clearly the one that the, uh, the players want. Um, now everybody knows that he's moved on to Texas, but you also got to understand too, that, um, he is a, uh, um, he would come back for he would come back for this DC job. I'm not saying anything that I don't think it's out of turn or anything, but he and uh, Jed Fish didn't see he and Jed Fish didn't see eye to eye a ton of the time, and Dwayne Aquina kind of in the same boat. Dwayne Aquina, Johnny Nansen, both far more uh, I guess far more in the same boat that you know they they became pretty good friends. Now uh, regarding Nansen. Um, what you would have to do with him is you would have to make him the DC and I believe the associate head coach. And there's been a lot of talk about that from, uh, um, you know, from, uh, the athletic department, from boosters, donors, et cetera, you name it. Um, and that's, I believe what you have to do. Um, this is a unique situation. We're going to talk about how unique this is on the other side about this roster, because normally I don't agree with what I'm about to propose, but, uh, that's where we're at. But uh, Brent Brennan, Johnny Nansen, that would cut off, that would, uh, that would check off a lot of boxes because you would bring in a coach who, um, has a lot of head coaching experience has been in the game for a long time. Um, he would take care of the offensive side of the ball. He'd probably bring back Kevin Cummings, who is, uh, obviously the wide receivers coach that right now is up in Seattle with Jed fish. I would certainly imagine that he would be brought back. And then after that, um, the defense would probably be run by Johnny Nansen and Dwayne Aquina. Again, this is what I'm hoping happens. This is where um, I know that there's been a lot of talks in the background about making this happen. So again, we'll see where exactly where exactly that leads. But Brett, Brennan's a good dude. Brennan's a solid guy. Um, I am okay with the hire as long as Nansen is brought back because for a re variety of reasons. One thing, too, that we need to understand, too, is that Johnny Nansen, 1,000%, is far more popular than I think uh, I think anybody, even, even myself, knew. These players love him. Um, he became... He became very close with them. That poly connection is obviously very strong. And not only is it very strong, um, this is a very loyal group of people, a very loyal group of people. And that's why you also haven't seen players hit the transfer portal in this day and age. When a coach leaves, generally they hit the transfer portal and they hit the transfer portal almost immediately. The only, there's only been two players that have done that. Jonah Coleman's headed out and Braden Dorman's headed out. And, you know, Jonah Coleman's obviously a loss, but he's a running back. I can replace that. Braden Dorman is, um, Good kid, but I don't believe that Braden Dorman was ever going to play here. Um, now, on the other side, we're going to talk about the impact of keeping this roster together and what all of that means. But first, 
Jace Medical, my friends. Jace Medical. All right. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off. Get yours today at Jace Medical. All right. In this day and age, you never know what's about to uh, come at you in life. Um, everybody's seen that. And the last thing you want to do is last thing is you want to uh, be sticking around in an emergency room or uh, having to wait for your doctor to get the uh, the vital uh, antibiotics you need, the vital medications you need. Jace Medical says, we're here for you. We will help you. And again, that's where it's at. Check it out. Jace Medical, my friends. You will thank me later on this one because, again, uh, plan for a rainy day. So when the rainy day comes, you tell the rainy day to buzz off because you've planned for the rainy day. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, um, generally, I am opposed to uh, bringing in a coach just for the uh, the expedient nature of um, keeping a roster together because that's generally how you're going to lose games. Um, and that's generally how it's not going to work out because the best thing is to hire the best coach possible at that, to- or at that time. Um, this, to me, is a little bit different. Because this isn't Alabama, this isn't USC, this isn't like Michigan where you can just retool. And that uh, that's something you got to keep in mind. This is a loaded roster. Yes, you lost Jonah Coleman, but this is a roster right now that has a ton of NFL players, all-American type college talent. And honestly, they want to stay. Um, this is a uh, this is a group of players that I believe wants to stay here and play uh, and play football. Um, because again. I think they're loyal to uh, Arizona and what they've done. I know that, uh, you know, roll in your eye, wink, wink, loyal to Arizona. We hear, you know, people say that all the time. But this is a different, especially kind of with the Polynesian community. There's a massive loyalty factor, especially when it comes to Ari- or especially when it comes to a school that took a chance on you. Um, the way Jed Fish left, uh, we will get into. But uh, um, obviously that uh, uh, left a lot of uh that left a lot of sour taste. But I believe if you can keep this roster together, it's still a top 15 roster in the country. And if that means that you bring in Johnny Nansen as your uh, defensive coordinator and your associate head coach, so be it. I'm I'm totally in on that. The defense made massive strides this past year. I think a big part of that also was Dwayne Aquina. Dwayne Aquina would, be, would come back as well. And you would have the head coach and Brent Brennan. That obviously would be a nice save by the U of A. And if that were to happen, I believe that this roster would probably stay intact with Noah Fafita. Um, you know, I was joking about this uh, with some people and I put this out on Twitter, but if Noah Fafita were to come back to the U of A, he would be the most beloved. He'd be the most beloved football player ever period. And he would probably go down as one of the three or four most iconic uh, U of A athletes of all time, just because of the position he plays, the fact that he could have left. And not only that he could have left, that he could have left and uh, pretty much gone anywhere he wanted along with T-Mac and made a lot of money. Those two are a package deal. They've obviously, um, obviously good people. And a shout out to Les Fafita. Look, no matter what happens here, you've got a, a fan for life in me. Um, now, when it comes, uh, but back to this roster. If you can keep the roster intact, then you're still ready to go in the Big 12. And if anything, it kind of becomes a little bit of a joke then because Jed wouldn't have been able to take all those players with him to Washington. And he kind of looks kind of crummy in the process where it's like, wait a second, uh, you know, all of this family and stuff. And they decided to all stay in Tucson. 
I think there's a chance. I think there's a real possibility that can happen again. Again, this is far from a foregone conclusion. There is a, there is a lot that has to happen, but I believe that uh, there is some quiet confidence behind the scenes that Arizona will be able to uh, maintain this roster. But again, I believe if you're going to announce this decision, uh, Brent Brennan, you have to have Johnny Nansen in there. You have to have Johnny Nansen ready to go. And not only do you have to have Johnny Nansen ready to go, I think you have to have that meeting with the players to make sure that everybody's on board because next year is a go for broke year for Arizona. I don't buy, I don't buy into the, well, you know, uh, you hire just the best coach and you deal about with it later in a vacuum. Yes. Not at the U of a, if you can have two straight back to back 10 win seasons, it becomes a lot easier to recruit. A lot of different players are looking at it and they're like, man, they sustained some success there. You start looking at it a little bit differently. If you lose this roster and you go back to one win or, or that's just kind of at that point, that's just, uh, you're just kind of becoming Arizona football. And that is uh, something that I don't think anybody really wants the old school Arizona football. So I think you try to keep this momentum going. You try to keep this staff because again, if the defensively, this is also a loaded team. Now, again, you're going to have to bring in some, you have to bring in a few players, but the defensive backs are absolutely loaded. The uh, linebackers led by Jacob Manu. Um, you got an all American, the, uh, the defensive line is super, super good as well. There is just, like I said, there's just a, um, there's just a lot to like about this roster. And let's be honest, Johnny Nansen and Dwayne Aquina did a very, very nice job. I think that their uh, Arizona would be more than uh, lucky to be able to bring them back. And if you got Brent Brennan, um, he can kind of uh, assuage some of the uh, um, concerns that I think some folks have that, you know, Johnny Nansen's never been a head coach. He's been a coordinator for a year, yada, yada. So now if Brennan comes in, you don't really have to worry about that. You've got, You've got a coach, uh, you've got a head coach um, who's got the experience and you've got the DC, the talented DC with the kind of the, the mentor and Akina that I think would, uh, would uh, do very well on the defensive side of the ball. And then, like I said, it becomes a lot easier to recruit. Plus you get Noah Fafita. You would have three more years in Noah Fafita. Um, and listen, T-Mac's going to be off to the NFL next year, obviously, but Noah Fafita would be here as a soft, or he'd be here as a junior and a senior. And guess what? Players are going to want to play with Noah Fafita. That is, uh, so that would kind of be, honestly, that would be a whole, that would be a whole save for Arizona. But I do think that one way or the other, this is either going to be a massive save for Arizona or this is going to be an F. <laughs> it's gonna, There's not going to be any middle ground on the grade. And no, when I say no middle ground on the grade, I mean no middle ground. Uh, the administration is either going to uh, get an A or an F on how they handle this. But I like it. To be honest with you, if you're able to bring in Brennan, you bring in Nansen, and uh, you get the players to stay, if anything, Arizona's maybe in a better spot because you got a red of Jed Fish, and you've got a, a staff in place that obviously has high character, and uh, they, and uh, honestly, they wanted to, and they want to be here as well. And let's be honest, again, it'd be nice to have another top 15 staff where uh, you can, or top 15 roster where you can win a lot of games and possibly compete for a college football playoff berth. Because again, 
that's kind of where it's at. And this for all these kids want to be here. I believe, I do believe that these kids want to be here. Um, they would have had every opportunity to leave. And there's a lot of schools that would take him. And not only are there a lot of schools that would take these guys, they would pay them millions of dollars. I can tell you for a fact that they've turned down millions of dollars. So the loyalty to that is there. It's just about making that one happen. Now, Speaking of loyalty, let's talk a little bit about uh, Jed Fish and what his agent in their uh, reclamation tour of the Jed Fish reputation are doing. But first, FanDuel. All right. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, where can I bet on uh, some? Where can I bet on NFL football? Where can I bet on the playoffs? Thanks for asking. FanDuel, fanduel.com slash locked on. All right. You, uh, this is, there is nothing more enjoyable than betting on sports when you got a little bit of action in the game. And again, FanDuel is here to, uh, they want to help you. And let's be honest, it's a, uh, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. Everybody likes gambling when they got, everybody likes gambling, especially when you're gambling on your team and you win and you know, your money's good. You can bet before the game. You can bet uh, during the game. Check it out. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, where we're at with uh, uh, Jed Fish. So Jed Fish's agent um, reached out to a number of people in the Tucson media and talked about how um, uh, Arizona dropped the ball and uh, that Arizona couldn't really, or that uh, Jed Fish was left with no choice. There's a reason that nobody except an Oregon person took that story because it's not true. Uh, Jed Fish, by his own words, was closing in on a uh, contract, was closing in on a contract that he said he felt very comfortable with. Not only that, he was also he also said that, uh, um, well, according to his agent, there was uh, no talk since September or whatever. But Jed Fish is publicly on record uh, disputing that. Listen. Nobody really cares that Jed Fish took the Washington job, at least grownups. I don't care because, again, it's a better job. You get paid more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's how you're doing it. Now, there's listen, um, Arizona took a chance on you. Arizona and um, because nobody was really looking to, nobody was looking to hire Jed Fish. Nobody was saying, man, Jed Fish, why in the world isn't he replacing so-and-so and so? Arizona was the school that took that chance. Um, again, I don't think that you uh, you don't you don't owe them anything as far as you know staying here. But I do believe that it's important. I do believe in this day and age, you should also have the courtesy to at least be upfront with the administration, upfront with players that hey, this is what I'm looking at. This dude literally went into the uh, player pre- or the player meeting, three minutes, going to Washington, peace. And then he headed out. Um, that's crummy. That's just, uh, that's kind of snake oil. There's nothing about that. And then he puts out the video uh, with the Washington AD, with the Wildcat symbol right there still where he's uh, knocking on the door. That's all crap. I mean, come on. Uh, you could have waited a day to put that out. This was a fan base that was obviously grieving. And you essentially, uh, you essentially kind of, you know, stepped all over that grave. That wasn't cool. There's, there's no way around that. That just was not cool. Um, so, and now his agent is on a, uh, 
reputation rehabilitation tour where he's saying that, uh, you know, Arizona wasn't serious about getting a contract done. This, that, and the other. I'm going to tell you one thing. Jetfish was always leaving for Washington if they offered him $55 million. Always. It could have been a, it could have, uh, it could, Arizona could have offered him a, a five-year, $5 million deal with a $10 million buyout. And guess what? He's still heading off to Washington. Um, so this whole thing about how Arizona wasn't trying to get him a contract, about how he wasn't in contact with anybody or nobody was in contact with him, that's all fooey. You can actually go and watch his own words uh, where he uh, uh, discounts that. But either way, um, you know, he played the fan base. There's no doubt about it. Uh, played the fan base, played the alumni, and it was, uh, and you know, it is what it is. Um, but at the end of the day, he also he he did some good things here. And I don't think anybody begrudges him leaving, but again, it's how he's leaving and his agent should stop doing these uh, tours. And on top of that, stop taking the agent's story. There's only one person that took the agent's story. And there's a reason because everybody here in Tucson knows what the real deal was. But on that note, hopefully Arizona gets, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board with Brent Brennan as the head coach as long is very clear. As long as Johnny Nansen is the DC, I believe it's incredibly important to be able to keep this roster intact. I would expect a decision to come down today. Um, hopefully you can announce him at the U of A football game on Wednesday and uh, go from there. But tomorrow, I would assume we're going to be talking about Brent Brennan as the being named as the next University of Arizona head football coach. And like I said, hopefully Johnny Nansen is along for that ride. And hopefully you got no Fafita, T-Mac, uh, Jacob Manu, all of those guys right next to him, because I think that would be a, that would be the perfect world. And hopefully that can, uh, hopefully that can go down. But on that note, as always very much, uh, very much appreciate you guys making locked on wildcats. Your first listen of the day. We're going to be back with you tomorrow, possibly talking about a new Arizona head football coach. Keep it locked on wildcats.